Hello, this is Mads coming at you. I'm Marla's partner and one of the three women who run 212 Communications and Not Your Parents PR. I've worked in large and mid-sized agencies and with large and small brands from beer and butter to casinos and healthcare. So I think I've seen all of it. Fun fact, I also have another podcast called Working Mom Hour that shines a light on the working mom experience. For all of my Not Your Parents PR episodes, you can expect real life stories, vulnerability, tips for working with media, and my sweet spot of taking something in your brain and turning it from idea to influence, mess to message, here for it. Are you wanting to influence on channels like LinkedIn or TikTok, but falling flat and wondering what does it take to be an effective thought leader today? If so, this is your golden ticket to the other side. And guess what? It is not hard, but you will need to get messy. So let's get into it. The first segment, messy inspiration. Mess happens in life and work. And guess what? It is your single most impactful source of inspiration for your message. In fact, your mess is your message. Your mess is your best message, I should say. It's why so many people have shit happen in their lives. They get cancer, they experience divorce or loss or screw up big with a client or relationship. And guess what? They learn, they grow, they share with the world in a really impactful way. Because as much as we may think we like looking at curated perfection in our ears or on our feeds, we do not. It doesn't land with us. Humans connect with the messy because it's relatable. Jim Carrey said something about depression, that it's deep rest from the character you've been trying to play. Perfection or curated facade is not sustainable, and it's often quite obvious to the audience. So messy is good. Messy is necessary especially for this next part. Segment two, your messy framework. Here is your framework for taking your idea to influence. Warning, it's messy. First, as mentioned, mess happens. You shit the bed with a client. Next, you must sit in the mess. I repeat, don't avoid it. Don't distract. Don't lie. Don't cover it up. Sit in the mess. It's important that you feel it. Move through the shit. Can't go around it. Can't go under it. Gotta go through it. Then, step three, get up. Look at the shit mess you made. See it in all of its glory. You did that. Clean up your mess. Make it right. Honor your word. And most importantly, heal from it. Heal, heal, heal. We want to eliminate the emotions. We don't want to eliminate the emotions. Let me take that back. We want to eliminate your personal emotions and triggers in the moment. We, of course, want to share the vulnerabilities, but we want to share it from a regulated, healed, evolved state, not when you're in it. This next part is the one that people tend to skip, step four, and it's where the actual gold is. Mine for that gold. Extract the message. What did you learn? How are you better because of this wonderful, glorious, shitty mess? Reflect on it. Then, and only then, step five, are you ready to tell your story? This brings us to segment three. Your mess is your message. If you hadn't caught on yet, your mess is your message. But people tend to skip the healing part and the learning part. 
and the result of that is their story or their message falls flat. And the difference between true, impactful, vulnerable, connected, influential thought leaders and those who just pontificate their opinions and attempts to be understood by others versus to understand themselves, the world, and those around them is working through your mess. Story time. The LinkedIn posts that resulted in so many DMs. The whole process I outlined prior to this could literally happen in a day. It could happen in an hour or 10 minutes if you are really intentional about it. And sometimes it takes years. I like to think that we have messes going on all the time and we are healing and growing and learning and healing and growing and learning and able to share those messages with the world always. It's like they say your body's always healing, like you're always having some sort of cut or, you know, workout recovery. It's all, you're always healing and growing. This particular mess of mine took years. Okay. I hit a breaking point with a client a few years back. I was working for a mid-sized agency. It was an innovative, well-backed startup doing something awesome. They were small. So national media exposure was going to be a challenge. I was really nervous but I had the team strategically shift all efforts to pursue national media coverage because that was the business priority for the client as they were trying to generate buzz leading into some fundraising. And that same week, we locked in a Wall Street Journal article, Bloomberg interview, and a lunch with a key Forbes writer. We had it all set up. The CEO was prepped and I was flying high. But guess what happened next? The CEO asked to reschedule every single meeting, including the lunch, one hour before in New York City. What the fuck? We worked our asses off. We knew it was the best of the best exposure and could not wrap our minds around not prioritizing these potentially business-changing interviews. What was missing? Why were they paying us so much? I was wondering, do they even value PR? And it wasn't until years later when I was sitting in the mess again and reflecting on it, that he wasn't the problem. The company wasn't the problem. It was me. More specifically, what I didn't know. Not about media relations, but about this particular thought leader as a human. I didn't know what kept him up at night. I didn't know anything about his family. I didn't know what he did in his free time. I didn't know if he wanted to be in this role or in this industry forever. I didn't know his personal goals. I was operating out of fear. And as long as I got the best results, I thought that I couldn't lose. But what I didn't consider is how could I possibly serve a business operated by someone I didn't even know on a human level? I didn't even ask why he wanted or needed to reschedule those meetings. It was about me. I was not thinking about him. Maybe he was being an asshole, but more likely he knew his priorities and they weren't mine. Makes total sense. And guess what? It was my job to get curious about that. If you're not considering the humans behind your work, maybe something to think about. It took me years of reflection and self-work, obviously, to do that. But I promise you will make more meaningful connections and find so much more joy in your work life. So that, my friends, was my mess. Sat in it, got up, looked at it, cleaned it up, extracted the message, and then shared it with the world years later. Years and years and years later. Well, 
That is all for today's episode. While we don't have sponsors, we will make them up for products that we wish existed. So today, Not Your Parents PR was inspired by the Smalltalk email intro generator. Because hope you're well only gets you so far in life. That's all. You can follow me, Mads Caldwell, and all of our channels on social listed in the show notes. And until next time, this is Not Your Parents PR.